Hey. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> all good. All good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. Good. We can pretend that we haven't talked for three minutes beforehand, so it's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> welcome to another edition of uh, our podcast. What number is this? Um, good question. I don't know. I think it's maybe 35 by 35. now. All right, cool. Um, yeah, it's a uh, Christmas is over. Christmas and, is over. Yeah. yeah. How, how was that? You were alone. I was alone. I was like single mothering it for a few days. And uh, oof, I have so much respect for single mothers. And I mean, you know, it, it wasn't so difficult because I really do have a great kid, but. Um, you know, to, to, to be by yourself over Christmas. It's, it's a little sad, but you know, it is what it is this year. And, you know, my husband is now home and, and um, yeah, but we're just, you know, we're enjoying our time together, you know, still he has some holidays for a couple more weeks. So we're just gonna you know, hunker down, continue to hunker down and, uh, you know, train at home and, um, you know, take care of the little one and yeah, enjoy our time together. <clears throat> yeah, your husband was in Spain. He and, was in Spain. And uh, I, I thought it was uh, so clever <clears throat> when I, when I looked at the workouts for him and I, I did the, the workout was called S, S with pain. <laughs> so, S with pain. <laughs> so Spain you like that. with pain, yeah. yeah you like that a lot, yeah, yeah. If there's anything uh, like, uh, what's it called, Ethno, ethnology, is it called like that? Like the studies of uh, language origin mm -hmm. and word origin, but uh, yeah. <laughs> if it has something to do with that like but uh yeah no um yeah it's been i mean this christmas has been a bit different bit off i would say i think a lot of people also uh, like most people uh have a had that feeling for sure and um in my opinion i think it's been a bit less stressful in one sense that uh, there has not been like this. You don't have to go to the Christmas market, and you don't have to do go there and here and to the concerts yeah. and whatever. And it's like less pressure. Yeah. So, in my opinion, that was uh, just okay. Um, and uh, uh, but yeah, that's more because of my personality. I, I understand a lot of people don't like that. Um, the only bad part, of course, is that. Uh, yeah i mean we couldn't choose what we wanted to do really yeah but, um <clears throat> we do the best out of the situation yeah anyways absolutely yeah. and in some way it was you know it was very quiet but it was it was kind of nice um because you don't have that you know even on the streets you know people rushing to get their last minute Christmas presents. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got, you know, like 
shampoo from DM and, you know, people scrounging what they can, you know, what they can find. And uh, to be honest, it's kind of, it kind of grounds people a little bit because this time of year can be really just so, you know, like materialistic and uh, just finding, you know, spending so much money, finding that like perfect gift or whatever, and kind of just like maybe brought people back down to reality a little bit. So hopefully, um, and maybe even be a little bit more creative, you know, homemade gifts. Um, so there are, there are definitely some pros to, to this kind of situation that we're in. Uh, yeah, did yeah. you get any special gifts? I did get a few special gifts. Um, I got a couple of great books and I got, a, oh, I unwrap, oh, I should have shown them to you. So like, it's a box that looks like a box of sushi. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but they're just rolled up socks <laughs> All right. and uh they look like there's like like little like salmon roll there's like oh, yeah. a little like, avocado roll and I opened it and I was like what is this and it came with like a set of chopsticks <laughs> and like that fake grass that they throw in and like yeah. this like little like thing of cotton it looked like ginger it was great um and uh yeah I, I and I got so I got this in the mail today and I have no idea who it's from. It's a little wonder woman. <laughs> and I, I wrote a few people. I, I don't know who sent this to me. I have no idea. So Secret I admire. am on a mission to find out. I, that, that's what I thought. I didn't want to make my husband feel bad, but like, it's a little wonder woman. And like, I think these are like these little um, people collect these. And I was like, do I take it out of the box? Does it like lose its value? I took it out of the box, but um, no, I'm keeping it on my desk as a little, you know, reminder that, you know, somebody thinks that I'm Wonder Woman. So I was like, all right, that's creepy, but very cool. <laughs> so thank you, whoever you are. What did you get? Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I got to enjoy uh, seeing my kids getting a lot of presents uh, or gifts, but mm -hmm. no, uh, actually a new note notebook. I like that, and uh, nice. I know who, who this is from. It's from Nadine. Thank you, Nadine. Uh, but yeah, she nice. she knew I I needed a new one, so uh, it is appreciated um, and uh, definitely. <laughs> Uh, why I like notebooks is because these are, um, I think you could create like the best ideas inside these uh, notebooks. So a notebook can be really a portal to, you know, really great creativity inventions, um, but also um, uh, as I see it, it's also kind of to get to, uh, relieve your mind a bit from the noise and put things on on paper. It doesn't have to be just like to do lists and and so on, but it can be really like uh, I can even write stuff down that I'm telling myself or like stories that I'm yeah. talking about telling myself. And 
and just by putting those down it becomes like less uh i don't know scary or whatever it might mm -hmm. be that's happening so yeah uh, yeah it's it's a it's very cool it's a much better way to organize your thoughts than to do it via a computer for example computer is yeah. also very good but uh when you do it on paper you really have to you know put the emphasis in how you're thinking before you are writing because you can't yeah. really rewrite in the same way you do on a computer so now, do you uh, reserve like specific notebooks for like specific things like, okay, like in this notebook, I'm going to only put down stuff for the box ideas for the box. Do you reserve notebooks uh, for that for specific purposes? Uh, I, I used to, um, but now I'm just having one and then I just uh, go from start to finish and um, I just figured it, I, I always have too many notebooks otherwise, and then yeah. just ends up with <clears throat> me keep losing track of where they are. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> but, but just by keeping one, uh, I can, I just, you know, it's some kind of chronology, <laughs> chronolit, what's it called? Sorry, uh, chronology in everything. So you just, you know, there's work and then next day it's about something else but you know kind of in your uh memory you can just boop, 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 quickly go yeah. back and and then you know <clears throat> it's nice to have these and look back in those a couple of years later and you kind of see that okay wow um this was actually something i was uh writing on and i wanted to kind of share as a, a newsletter blog post uh and Basically, that you should write down your wishes and and dreams, uh, especially for like for next year. But you know, if it's for your next five years, do that. And just you should just put down things that you want to happen. Mm -hmm. And um, I I remember like I think this was 2013 or so, and I I just wrote down like my New Year's not resolutions but like goals i want to mm -hmm. ha like achieve this um it was like professional so uh what i wanted to achieve professionally like at work uh with uh with my health with family and so on and you know i i looked back or i found that note um maybe three years later yeah. And then, I, then I realized that uh, almost every point uh, was fulfilled that year, but I never, yeah. I never rechecked it the same year. But I was just, I wrote down and then I kind of just put it in my drawer and I forgot about it. Yeah. So um, it's a, uh, it's a powerful tool to, to organize your thoughts and ask yourself, what do you really want? And uh, uh, still, uh, something I, that, I, that I do and I, I, I've done, um, you know, the last days to try to refine. And um, we had like a team meeting today where I talked a lot about, you know, the what's the future for uh, the escapist and what we're going to do. And, and it's the same principle, just putting a, those things out there 
is going to make, make it much more uh, probable that they will happen. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's definitely power in putting things out there, you know, whether you write them down or, you know, just or putting just them say, out there, just saying just, them. Just saying them, yeah. Yeah. So you, do yeah. you have any special one that you do you want to achieve for next year? Uh, like like a resolution or something. Yeah, I do. And I have a I have a lot of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not so much like even like, you know, they're always like weight or aesthetic kind of resolutions, you know, this year, 2021, I 2020 was definitely for me a year of just like learning, 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 learning and absorbing information. And um, 2021, I, I just kind of want to put my go button on and in a way, just be more bold, um, bold with like myself, just like making big movements and bold with people in my life, you know, other, you know, with, with friendships and relationships in my life. Um, and, and to just, you know, not, um, stop and, 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 and question too much and just kind of, you know, go with my instincts a little bit more. Um, cause I think, uh, 2020 taught me to kind of trust my instincts. Now, okay, I trust them, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna move. And um, whatever comes out of it, you know, I'm sure there'll be moments where I feel like it's not working, okay? I recognize that, pivot or change the direction or, you know, reevaluate. So, um, but my, my thing for 2021 is go put my go button on <laughs> yeah 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 That's, what about you uh, uh i haven't defined everything yet um but uh mm. yeah next year will definitely be a um i would say a another um year of history <laughs> so tw tw 2020 will be in the history books for sure yeah. And uh, for my personal life, I think that it would also be in a in my history book. So not, not maybe the world history, but um, but at least there will also be uh, a lot of like positive um, outcomes from this year, um, privately, business wise. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm kicking off this year with uh, uh, one month. I mean, I, one month of carnivore, and I'm I'm looking at maybe I'm I'm gonna do like six months instead, just do it fully, and maybe it's gonna continue from there. But um, and I actually look forward to that because it's such a relief um, not to have to focus on what to eat, but uh, just know what to eat every day. And this is mm -hmm. kind of, you know, uh, depends a bit on your personality and so on. But for me, it's just, I, I just want to be like, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy 
the food that I have, but it doesn't have to be so complicated. And sometimes mm -hmm. I think we do too much of a hassle of like, it has to be so varied, it has to be so different and so on. And I'm thinking like my newborn kid now, she is, she's developing and growing just by drinking milk. That's the diet. And nobody's talking about, you have to have broccoli in your fucking milk or so. That's no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And yeah, cool. I'm, uh, yeah, from training, I'm, I'm, uh, and I, I mean, as a leader, I'm, I'm starting with, you know, getting, uh, coaching mentorship from from also outside coach helping me uh, and I think that's something that I'm going to work on with like many aspects from training to so on and uh, think uh, like my my line of thought is always to try to bring knowledge uh, like if I can attain knowledge from someone I, I want to give it to as much, much people as possible uh, first of all, I think like from from my team, and then um, from the team to like all the members, mm -hmm. and you know, from the members to their families or friends. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, that's that's one motivation behind it for sure. And then I'm just you know I I am curious, and I I want to develop and. Um, I'm a bit restless uh, sometimes when it comes to that. So, cool. Well, I'm I'm very excited to you know to be the uh, to inherit this knowledge that, that you're <laughs> going to share. Yeah, but I think I'm going to learn a lot from you too this year. So um, it goes both ways. It's not like yeah. a one-way street. So yeah. Well, I thought we would talk about today, um, since it is, you know, New Year's Eve in a couple of days, um, you know, we can talk about, you know, resolutions, but I thought we'd kind of talk about um, why we make them, if they're good mm -hmm. or if they're bad, what kind of resolutions are, you know, are people making why are they making these specific resolutions? So, um, what do you think? <laughs> uh, what I think about resolutions, uh, I think they are yeah. very, they're very interesting uh, phenomenon because it's just totally made up in one sense. Yeah. Um, in one sense, it's totally made up because there is like New Year's Eve is not like, you know, it could have been New Year's Eve in the summer too. It's like, who who said we have to shift years now? Yeah. And who yeah. said that one year is not, you know, uh, the earth going and spinning twice around the sun or so. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, we have the situation now and it seems to be um, a case of like, uh, where we can find uh, a new start and it is a way for us to kind of change chapters and and mm -hmm. make this mindset shift mm -hmm. uh, 
just like with me with with now like going for this you know i yeah going for the carnivore thing i could just start today right or right. yes or yeah. yesterday so why am i waiting until uh, uh, right. first <laughs> and um uh, yeah I, I i i generally i know like statistically that most people give up their new year resolutions pretty quickly and especially when it comes to you know when it comes to uh, diet and and sports um but that's usually because they're done very haste hastily and to uh they haven't really thought through the the process of it and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, something that I think is very good if you do like a new year's resolution is to uh, actually think about uh, just having you know make make the simplest one this yeah. year, yeah, and and then stick to that, and then you know you add something uh, on top of that. Uh, in six months or next year even and that's totally fine and um sometimes it's you you want to do everything you, you want to start running you want to start a new diet you want to start a new gym you want to uh you know change your apartment everything has to be done now and that just puts everyone uh, uh yeah under stress and gets they get overwhelmed and they haven't really thought through their new diets and how is that going to be and and they acknowledge like shit i need to lose weight and it's like this is not easy this is just hard and i feel miserable and uh yeah um they haven't really thought that through before so um i think like it's better to do small steps uh and go step by step um i don't know if you have any yeah, I, I think, you know, I think setting goals and, you know, setting new challenges for yourself is always an amazing thing. I mean, there's nothing, nobody can dispute that. Um, but I, I think what people miss out on is, you know, they look at like the entire goal, okay, of just like losing weight, right? Like you said, and they don't know, people don't know often how much perhaps sacrifice or how much change that will actually mean in their life come January 1st, right? Mm. Um, and so I think, you know, beforehand, it, it could be valuable to kind of take a look at why am, why am I choosing this specific goal? What is, what is the, the why beneath the why? Right. And you can kind of go down that, you know, rabbit hole and, and kind of figure out, okay, is this goal, what will this mean in the greater scheme of, you know, the next six months? Mm. Right. Um, and sometimes I think what, what could work is to choose an element of the goal. Mm. Right. Um, mm to make, like you said, you know, make a small change, right? So if it's diet, you know, instead of completely rearranging your entire kitchen, your husband comes home and he's like, what happened, <laughs> right? Mm. To, to substitute, you know, substitute your, you know, 
I don't know, substitute, you know, your, your potatoes with broccoli one day. Right. Um, and you know, like, um, this thing about, you know, habits, um, things only become habits when they're, you know, practiced, you know, over time. And that, you know, then becomes a skill and that done repeatedly well, that then becomes a habit. So um, I didn't make that up. That's, you know, kind of like nutrition learning 101, yeah. but, um, but to choose an element of part of the greater goal. Um, yeah, but, but it's just, like you said, the, <clears throat> the, I think it comes down to uh, this deeper why Mm-hmm. and understanding your deeper why yeah. and um yeah, because yeah this is my perception is that many are many of us are a bit too superficial on what we're doing mm-hmm. when it comes to weight loss for example mm-hmm. um and i'm thinking back on myself maybe you know 10 years ago or so and asking myself, why do I actually, you know, want to uh, lose weight? Like, what's mm-hmm. the real motivation behind this, really? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I want to look better and so on. But yeah, yeah, but why do you want to look better? Right. Uh, and then you have to answer that. And it's like, well, you know, I don't feel so comfortable in my clothes and so on. Okay, but why don't you feel so comfortable in my clothes? Well, may might come down to like well you know i don't feel that i'm so attractive and uh, well that means that i don't feel that i have confidence you know approaching women when i'm out uh and that also might be uh inhibiting myself from actually being much more outward being much more of a uh you know in control uh, and showing that also, um, and uh, uh, you know, comes in, in that sense. It might come down to like really, I I I I want to look, uh, I want to look attractive because I want to have, uh, like I want to have a a a, a girlfriend. I, I want to have you know, people to yeah. find me attractive. Yeah. And uh, then it's like, okay, but why? Well, you know, I feel, I feel like I need someone. Like, yeah. okay, and then we can continue and ask ask ourselves why. And at some point, we come to a point where we can't answer further. But right. you, but usually, when it comes to like the more more of these deeper drivers, the the levels of why just gets very deep. Yeah. And, and that's where you want to go, like as deep as you possibly can, where it mm-hmm. starts to almost hurt to, yeah. to answer the question. Yeah. But then, but then at some point you might end in end somewhere where it's like, you don't know the answer. And that's, that's, yeah, good. That's kind of the end goal. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you don't reach more than like two, three levels, that's probably then not a very important uh, driver or anything mm-hmm. behind it, really. So yeah, yeah, it can really you can you can 
kind of quickly see if you give yourself permission to to kind of like reveal the true honest intention behind the I want to lose weight right yeah 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 so like <laughs> what kind of person I don't know how to phrase this any other way but it's like what kind of person sticks to that let's say like a weight loss goal um in your experience what have you seen so in my experience it is the people that have been struck by uh and we talked about this i don't know if we did it in the podcast or uh but um it's usually people that that have been struck by this uh sense of mortality or kiss of mortality we say uh it might be self-experienced or it might mm -hmm. be somebody close by mm -hmm. uh, or it might just be you know a very compelling story that have has pulled someone to attention of like how important their mm -mm, this change is and mm -hmm. We see this all the time when it comes to, you know, kiss of mortality, it's usually, you know, weight loss, health. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have other, uh, like, uh, you can do movies about this too, uh, that are also very, you know, compelling where you see this kiss of mortality. It might be, uh, you know, a very good documentary. And we see this with like movies like Game Changers and uh, other, you know, um uh what, what what's the agenda driven documentaries mm -hmm. that really push the buttons on people to you know feel like if they don't act they're criminals or they are uh they're about to die or you know mm -hmm. you're not not only about to die yourself but you're about to hurt a lot of other people yeah um and uh so it's usually those like if you don't if you have those drivers you're probably going to be able to to stick to it yeah but if it's uh you know uh 1 a.m new year's <laughs> eve and you say like i'm gonna lose my weight boom and then those usually don't stick and yeah and um yeah and when when it's not really deeply anchored in some yeah. motivation uh of what where they want to go if it's like you know for their sports or health or for their mm -hmm. you know career whatever it yeah. might be i think also like you see the people that you know go you know set the goal and start to go through it you know, even though the change is, you know, exterior, if we're talking health or weight loss, but it also, you know, they start to change. And I think in a way it's like, I see they start to value the journey, right? It's, and then it, you know, it's kind of the end result is not as important as the journey that they're on. And I think that's really, you know, cause like the goal itself is not going to change you. It's the, it's the steps that you have to climb. It's the, you know, waking up and, you know, 
getting outside when it's, you know, I mean, it's not that cold here, but it's, <laughs> it's cold enough. Um, but um, like, um, one of our coaches, Mark said to me, I was complaining a few, a few weeks back and he programmed this run and I was like, it's really cold out though. And he said to me, well, it's just going to get colder. So you might as well just run now. And I don't know, for me, that kind of sunk in. And okay. now, you know, I'm, I'm going on, I don't think about going outside. Yes, it's nice and toasty warm in our, you know, in our house, but it's like, it's, it's part of my journey. And um, I value the process that I'm on. Mm. And um, when you can start to value the process and how it's changing you, that's when I think that kind of separates the people that kind of do it for a few weeks and say, oh, fuck it, you know, um, mm. versus the people that just, you know, get outside and go. So, yeah. I, yeah. I think so too. Like you need to, you need to enjoy and have the, the mindset for this, uh, for this struggle and say, uh, uh, so to say, so you are, in these situations where where it is difficult and mm-hmm. and so on, and those moments you need to embrace and feel like this is good experience and this is uh, something to grow from and uh, and you know learn from and, and see like this. Okay, this is uh, this is not ideal. So next time I'll be better prepared. Yeah. Um, and this is something that is. Uh, uh, that's uh, like uh, Viktor Frankl talks about in this uh, man's search for meaning, meaning, and it's the, you know, you have the thing that is happening to you and then you have the reaction to that, mm-hmm. or your, your response to it. But, but between those, you have the freedom of choice of how yeah. to respond and, yeah. and how you, you, yeah, how you, attack uh or attack but how how you go further and uh, yeah and you can you can you can actually uh, as he says you know you can you can change the you can even change your your milieu just through being better prepared right. in that yeah. sense yeah. And, uh, and suddenly like things starts to change outside yourself yeah. uh, that you were not able to change before. But uh, yeah, um, again, I, I think it comes down to, you know, the, um, yeah, the mindset is uh, very important in that sense. And uh, if you want to endure, like, just like you said, and being a, able to enjoy the journey is uh, Mm -hmm. uh, super important. Yeah. So like, has it happened to you where in the past where, you know, you've set this, you know, New Year's resolution for yourself and you've had to drastically change it? How have, or uh, I don't know, have you heard stories or has this happened to you before where you've had to kind of reroute the the end result um the end result 
uh, both yes and no. Uh, I guess uh, it comes down to this, like the deep why. So I know um, most, in most cases uh, where I've just put out something there without really having a deep thought behind it or a, a deep mapping of it, uh, it usually t ends up in, in somewhere halfway and, and so on. Um, now it depends a bit like what kind of goal we're talking about, but uh, I usually don't get that. Uh, I don't get too stressed about it um, because uh, I, I like to see progress, I guess. Um, but yeah, has any, any of my goals been changed during the time? Like, um, they're probably plenty, but, uh, I, I don't, I don't recall like a specific where I'm just boom, uh, I need to now change and go in, in this direction. There hasn't been any, like one of those like super clear ones. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think about, you know, going into 2021 with the world as it is, um, kind of still, you know, for lack of a better word, up in the air, um, how do you think people can create, you know, resolutions for themselves with limited resources? Uh... Oh, um, I mean, I think there are so many things you could do, but I, I don't know. Do you have a specific uh, like a, a thought behind that? Well, for people that want to, you know, their plan was to start going to the gym. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, there we have plenty of solutions. Um, I think there are some different avatars you need to understand a bit more about who you are who you are and we can definitely talk about that um, and talk about you know uh, who am I or who are you um, and I wrote uh, I wrote something about this too. So uh, again, it's always good to have stuff written. And um, but yeah, so basically, you can, uh, of course, choose to do it by yourself. And uh, if you do it by yourself, it's going to be, um, you know, cheap. Uh, you are, you know, you can do whatever you want. And it's very up to you, um, everything. It's very, you can form it as you want, very free. Mm -hmm. And um, the downsides are that it is very free. So it's very hard for you maybe to have any kind of structure mm -hmm. and it might be very easy to fall off the back wagon. Mm -hmm. And it is, um, Let's see here. Well, uh, it, it, and yeah, I mean, you you may might just be doing the wrong stuff. Like you, 
you're 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 youtubing your ass off and you just fell for the wrong stupid uh, youtube channel and uh now you're doing their stupid movements and listening to their stupid <laughs> podcast <laughs> and uh you're just you're just blasting it in the right right wrong direction and uh the analogy in this in this case would be that uh we say you're climbing the ladder and the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall because you yeah. have no idea where the ladder should go yeah um and um second is you could train with a friend uh, mm -hmm. it's a very common one when it comes to you know starting at the gym you may might want to catch a friend and you kind of make plans like yeah we're going to train like 45 times a day and then we're <laughs> going to have smoothies at, i don't know but it's very very good to have a friend to train with for sure and yeah. um uh again it can be it's cost effective it's very good for your social bonding like you, if it's a good friend, like uh, I just see so many upsides of doing that for sure. Mm -hmm. You can help each other, you can support each other and so on. Uh, now the downside is uh, the uh, restrictions of planning because your your friend is gonna have a different lifestyle than you. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe Maybe, he or she has kids, maybe you have kids, maybe you live in different parts of the city, different countries even. Uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, your friend is also might need to work late. He, uh, she, she might be sick one week or, or four weeks and uh, might fall off the wagon and, um, and uh, your friend might just you know give up and so there's no accountability in that sense that that your mm -hmm. friend is actually going to do this so it's very up to you trying to convince your friend and if you don't have that willpower and your friend is doesn't have the willpower it's going to be very easy that it's kind of falls flat yeah uh, and the third option would be to do this uh with the coach and how you do this is like either like the most uh i would say the one the the way that gives you the best and most results is probably to have like a personal trainer um it's the most expensive way but it's also the shortest way to get anywhere so it depends a, a bit on like you know what's the priorities how much uh resources do you have and how important is that this goal for you and so on yeah. and uh i mean and then you can have you know at the moment you can have like an online coach so that's also uh one option and uh uh yeah i i guess those are the <laughs> those are the options uh, that we have right now yeah um that, that are available and the um yeah i mean it really depends a bit on where you want to go through but the with the the third option of having coaches and so on is that um there's always going to be you know accountability you're always going to yeah. have that in your schedule 
uh, and it doesn't matter what day, sorry, what week of the year, what hour of the day, mo most likely the coach is always going to be there. And uh, it doesn't matter if the coach, you know, uh, or if at least if we look at how we do this is like, if, if a coach would be sick for four weeks, there would be another coach there for you. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, yeah. um, I mean, it's the most expensive, but it's also the probably most effective way. Mm -hmm. And then like, if you look at the CrossFit part of it is to do that together with a friend or, or so, and then you kind of get, you know, you, you don't load the accountability on top of your friend, but mm -hmm. you can, you can get the accountability from, you know, a coach and then you are training together with your friends still, and you can get all the benefits of that out of that yeah. too. So, yeah. Or even a small group. I think um, yeah. at our box, we have a, a, a group of people that meet and they do their workouts together. So it, 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 it widens the, you know, if one person doesn't show up, okay, but four other people are still going to be there. So, um, yeah. so, I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, going into this new year, we, you know, we experienced, you know, the big change in March this past year and we've had to improvise we've had to change a lot of the way we do things and you know perhaps going into this new year it's a time again to you know be creative and to consciously choose to do things differently and just by having that kind of understanding and mindset about it it kind of already prepares you for what's to come um, when we don't know what's to come. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Be prepared for the unknown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to give you some time to talk about, um, we have the, the open in a few weeks. Yeah, it's like a few weeks, so it's not that far away. March isn't that far away. So do you want to talk a little bit about the, the big changes that are happening this year, next uh, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, I think that would be cool. Uh, the, uh, yeah, they open our back now almost where they used to be. So they used to start in mid-February, but uh, then they, they moved it and they, it was set to October and now they were set back to February and now they moved the date till the 11th of March. And uh, they've changed the open season a bit for this year. Um, and uh, if I recall it correctly, like it's gonna be three weeks of the open that is gonna be um, able to be done from home. Uh, so this is kind of Corona COVID friendly uh, part participation of the open. And then after that, it's going to be like three weeks of uh, quarterfinals, which will be then be held in a box uh, for those who qualify into the next round, basically. And then you have uh, another 
uh, I think the semifinals coming up and those will be more like the regionals used to be. And then you have the finals, uh, the games in, in July, uh, mid-July or something like that. So they moved all the dates pretty much. And uh, um, from our perspective, like we have always been combining this with uh, like the open with kind of the escapist open so that we, um, because we we uh, saw that there's a lot of people that are not maybe doing the CrossFit Open, but they would like to do the Escapist Open. So just by doing, we're doing the open workouts, but we're also doing that as our community, and um, and we've been doing this like in these teams of uh, you know um, where the team has to complete workouts and the best scores and everything. And then you have like a, you know, a final victory at the end. And uh, it used to be five weeks and now we have only three weeks of this. So um, it, it's, yeah, I think, I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a different experience. Like the, it used to be like this uh, previous uh, seasons was that like five weeks was pretty long for the boxes, for the athletes, like everyone was a bit exhausted after these five weeks. Uh, and uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see like if this kind of three weeks format is is uh, a better format. The only, the only reason it wouldn't is uh, there is less time to kind of catch up or, you know, if you had a bad open, a bad score in one, it's hard to like catch up in in only one event or so, um, mm -hmm. which has been uh, I don't know for, from my point that has been the case. Some of the opens that I had like you know some very bad and some very uh, some pretty good scores and yeah uh, yeah. But we'll see how it goes. But um, my idea is that we we will do like these three weeks, uh, hopefully already in the box. But otherwise, we we will do that like virtually. Yeah. Uh, so that would be like the idea. So, I, and uh, then we'll we'll see. I think we will do all the 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 rest of the open workouts too in the box, but mm -hmm. they will not be like uh, in the a competition format or so on. Right. And the idea behind this is, I mean. I think it's uh, important for a couple of reasons. I think it's super good uh, for people uh, from a community aspect, and you know, you you bond a bit, and you 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 find this kind of purpose of having a group you're working together together with. Yeah. And uh, we see, you know, friendships being uh, um, grown through those uh, opens past opens so that's very cool now uh for um the second reason would be i think so many are not or have not been competing at all or done anything in competition wise in their life so this is a like it's good to have that stress sometimes if it's the CrossFit Open or if it's like, you know, a Spartan race or a marathon, doesn't matter that much, but you know, to 
now and then put yourself to the test and really show what you go for. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, it, it is healthy for us in that sense that we put ourselves under that stress. Um, just like, you know, an exam, a test or whatever. If you stop doing that, uh, well, then you're going to decline. So you need, you need to keep up with, uh, you know, stress testing yourself a bit. Yeah. Uh, and that only makes you kind of stronger. And uh, yeah, no, so I, I, lo I look forward to it. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to suffer and uh, have uh, a huge challenges with this one because it's, it's most likely going to be just body weight movements. And, yeah. you know, when when you're uh, like me, uh, 105 kilos or so, uh, <laughs> all all the body weight movements are just uh, <laughs> a bit heavier and, you know, long legs, long arms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. So I thought the last thing we would do would be a little, a little roundup, maybe give some people some ideas about, you know, books or movies. So I, I said top five, but let's, let's just do top three, unless you have a top five but top five books last month or this year or okay. all time <laughs> this past year, either you, this in 2020, either you read them or you audiobook them. What are they? <laughs> um, so um, I, I think, Ooh, like I, I could spend, uh, so much time talking about different books, but uh, I think the, the ones that have been um, helping me the most uh, still, and you know, the new ones that have helped me, uh, the first one that I would mention is uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And um, uh, this is a book I, I return to pretty often and uh, I, I like the format of how it's written. It's written with a lot of stories. So that's how I remember stuff. Uh, very helpful book. Um, and uh, after reading that book, I see everything kind of through the paradigms and through the lens of this book. So I look at, read different books about whatever it might be about, about grit, about this. and. And I see like, well, that comes to, comes in to this habit or these principles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, and that's kind of what the book also says. Like this is kind of distilled from all the, the self-help books and all the, um, all the books about uh, um, biographies and so on. They are kind of distilled in this book. So uh, uh, definitely like my first pick. Um, and then uh, uh, one recent book was uh, like the Easy Way books by Alan Carr, uh, which is also about habits uh, and uh, especially about when it comes to, uh, I mean, he's written a couple of these books, but it's one about alcohol. I read uh, the latest and uh, um, is also kind of changed my mind uh definitely uh 
via the analogies in the book, they are really helpful and uh, uh, yeah, and I, they are applicable to basically anything that you can, uh, that anything that you can overconsume, and and uh, that is not important, uh, right. really. So, um, I I think it's. Uh, how to control alcohol or something like that. Um, okay. It's the book. And I did not read this book because I was drained in alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I rarely drink anything at all anymore, but uh, uh, it was to actually uh, understand these kind of books uh, about alcoholism mm -hmm. and also to be able to, you know, help other people that are in this position. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Cool. And um, then this year, I guess, um, uh, was a book that got suggested by my the husband of my cousin that I uh, read. It's called Deep Survival. And uh, um, I mean, uh, my my cousin's husband has just been through so much things and was like in a <laughs> yeah, years of uh, just so much, I don't know, bad luck and uh, unfortunate stuff happening and uh, still uh, has like the, the greatest mindset of all. And then by some reason, he also gets hit, hit by a car like beginning of this year oh, Jesus. Uh, and uh you know hospital everything happening like his uh wow. kidney kidney failure and everything starts to happening and uh we were changing like these book titles and uh he suggested this one to me uh, deep survival and it's about like a lot of stories about people surviving uh yeah, all these horrible situations, uh, if it's like, you know, on a raft on the sea or on a boat or in the jungle or, you know, uh, airplane crash, uh, who, who is actually the ones that survive? And, and this, and like, what's the mindset of these people? Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the story is quite, you know, it comes down to these, like in the seven habits and comes down to um, a lot of these like mindset things that we've been talking about is, uh, you know, uh, well, the point, uh, like one of the biggest points is like the, the, the realists usually survive. The ones mm -hmm. that are negative and pessimistic and so on, they, and they, uh, you know, just drained with negative energy, they die the first. And then you have the optimists that are, you know, hoping and wishing yeah. and hoping for something ha to happen. And they're, they're, they're putting so much external hope outside of themselves. And they think like, as soon as I get there, then I'm gonna be free or I'm gonna be. Yeah. And the, um, those people, they, they die uh, by a broken heart, basically. Yeah. And, wow. and then you have the, the realists that are like, in this story, a guy who is like a broken leg and has to 
you know, crawl for weeks through the glaciers in in uh, in the Andes without any help. And uh, as as soon as he thinks he's he's coming through, and <laughs> that he's like getting close to safety, he falls through a crack and you know. <laughs> tumbles down 100 meters through the ice and snow and then he's like at the bottom somewhere and like what the fuck <laughs> and oh and those guys that can you know kind of laugh at those situations that they are in and you know say okay let's try to see if this goes and yeah uh let's do the best out of this <laughs> the, wow. those guys tend to survive so it's it's a cool book cool yeah, I, I have plenty of uh, books uh, that I could talk about. But yeah, yeah. Do you have what? 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 Which are your books? Um, I have a few. Um, I I had never read it before this year. I read Mindset, um, by uh, Dr. Carol S. Dweck, which um, I I wish that I had read this so many years ago when I was a kid. You know, it's written so in such a, she says um, it's written in a very kind of colloquial way. And she kind of um, apologizes for that at the beginning of the book. But, you know, it just talks about, you know, um, the growth mindset and the fixed mindset and mm. how, you know, how you can change uh, your mindset um, and how people and the differences between the people that do and don't and um, it's you know simple yet very complex um, and I think every single person in this on this planet should read this book um, mm -hmm. uh, I definitely just took so much from it and has 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 changed the way that I think about myself in terms of how I operate in terms of um, learning, um, learning material, um, test taking, um, you know, going through life. And um, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic book. Uh, the other one that I loved was Motivational Interviewing, um, which is about, it's kind of um, a goal-oriented style of communication um, kind of with the attention to language and how to make change happen. Um, motivational interviewing in, um, in health and in nutrition and fit. So it's, it's, it's based on that. Um, and it really gives you an amazing kind of not format, but kind of ideas, um, some structure on how to talk to people um, when they are wanting to make, you know, um, nutritional or health changes in their life. Um, so I think anybody who's wanting to coach or is coaching, it's it's a fantastic read. Um, there's there's so much, so many just nuggets in there. Um, and another one that I read, um, that I actually, that they, they send it with, um, the precision nutrition, um, level one is, oh, I have it here. It's called change maker and, uh, John Berardi wrote it and it's a 
beautiful book, first of all, and the way that he's done it is just, it's, there's, can't really see, but it's, it's highlighted, it, there's highlighted moments and there's exercises for you to do those kind of um, words of wisdom. There's questions that he's received over the years. So it's not dry at all. Um, there's things in there that you can, you know, um, exercises that you can do yourself that you can ask people to do for you. So it, 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 um, a lot of what's inside is um, kind of a, yeah, kind of like another blueprint on how to kind of become a change maker in somebody's life. Um, yeah. You know, practicing professionalism, focusing on the foundations. And I, I read that kind of as I was doing the PN course. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really well written. Um, yeah, so those are my top three. I did read a couple other. There's one that I that I did really like, and it um, has nothing to do with any kind of you know change or betterment. Um, and it's called Howard Stern Comes Again, <laughs> which was fantastic because <laughs> it's just a huge collection of his interviews, um, and okay. some of them are really poignant and interesting. Some of them are frivolous and silly, but it's, it kind of, it, it took my mind off certain things and it, yeah. So that's also a, a great book. Um, uh, that's so, good. Yeah. I, I also have that. I should at least give one like nonfiction or yeah. uh, a fiction book. Sorry. Because <laughs> uh, everything is always nonfiction at the moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, uh, I actually put down uh, Tolkien's uh books uh <laughs> like uh the lord of the rings and and uh the hobbit and everything i yeah. read those uh yeah you know uh, i think it's important you don't always have to read the serious stuff about you know self-betterment you can oh well uh, and to be honest <laughs> like i uh i i read those you know as a teenager or so and uh i uh but yeah, I think those are like books that I think about still and uh, yeah, some Stephen King books and stuff like that too. But nowadays it's like a lot of nonfiction books. Yeah. And um, I think definitely like something that I probably should do more often is to read more, you know, uh, fiction books and uh, novels yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, uh, uh color your mind a bit more yeah you have to also like flex the creative muscle yeah right that's true yeah, yeah. all right well i think this was a uh, a lot of good information or thoughts yeah passed so. on today so i hope so i hope yeah. so and uh yeah maybe i mean obviously like uh if the a few the listener or viewer uh have any thoughts or topics you want to listen to uh, uh yeah feel free to share those with us and uh, we try to bring them up here yeah definitely yeah. all right okay then it's way past our bedtime so my bedtime reminder went off so even before we started this podcast, I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> it went <laughs> off at 8.15. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to jump the sauna, I think, and then um, try to sleep a heavy, deep sleep. 
All right. Well, till next time. Till next time. Thanks. Thanks.